Mike Carey here. Well, welcome back to our next edition of What's Up America with Mike Cara, as always, proudly broadcasting in beautiful Ocoee, Florida, USA, planet Earth. And my guest today is Mr. Brett Crow, who's a great singer, songwriter, musician, performer, composer, TikTok sensation. And I've, I've seen uh, Brett on TikTok, and uh, he stitches videos and duets videos similar to I do, and uh, Brett, it's such a pleasure and honor to kind of, well, we've been talking, we've, 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 we've kind of crossed paths for the past few months, but it's great that you could uh, be here today and tell us all about your music, so why don't you tell us a little bit about your story, your background, and how you got into music, and how you got to TikTok and doing all these things. Right on. Thanks, Mike. Uh, my name is Brett Crow. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Uh, I've been playing bass since I was about 14 years old. So I've been, it's about 24 years now coming this ju uh, July. And I've been uh, just, that's all I've been doing. I've been playing in punk bands and writing my own music and doing uh, session work for other people and playing like all over the place. I've been doing live music for ever since I've been playing. I've just been playing in bands and doing as much as I can, writing, writing all kinds of stuff. I got a band, Time Knife. It's my punk band that's going right now. I got an album out. Got uh, two or three solo albums of my original music where I do, uh, I use a looper and I have effects and I do, I solo and I sing and I do harmonies and I beatbox and I create songs and I do improvised stuff. Whenever I perform that music live, it's sort of like a Reggie Watts type of experience, which, you know, I'm creating like right on the spot and everything. So. <laughs> that's kind of music uh, i like to do yeah well great so as we mentioned brett uh you know you you do these tic tacs and uh you know do you do a lot of your original music with, with that or is is this more just kind of kind of taking songs or, or even just taking a video that doesn't have music and creating music is that how it works sir whenever i've so whenever I started doing TikTok, I was doing a lot of uh, bass covers, like just showing like how to play songs or like I would play how I would play it. That way you would have a visual representation of how to play that song. And that was like once I started actually getting going, because I had TikTok like at the beginning, like I started getting it at the beginning of the pandemic. But then I was like building myself up to try to get like to do more creative things like through that avenue. And then at the beginning of 2021, I started just posting videos of me playing bass. And then once I actually got like a good duet set up, I would find the videos that I would add bass to. And most of the time I'm writing original riffs to those things. Like you'll see like anything that's like a, a natural rhythm or like something where people are keeping like a beat, like on like a machine or something like that. I'll either do a, a cover that someone suggests to me or I'll write something original to that. Uh, in with stitches like something that would follow that would be like a funny like people may know the song or <laughs> something like that just to you know keep the joke going <laughs> oh great uh, so you mentioned uh brett about being in these punk bands and so my question is you know uh, you know as a bass player i mean is is that you know your favorite uh genre i mean is there other genres that are, are more exciting as a bass player or is that the is that the one where you could really you know get down with it huh the kind of music that i <laughs> i really like to write is like big 
ensembles. Like I'm really influenced by Frank Zappa. Like he was the one that got me to go into uh, college. Like whenever I went to music college, like that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do composing stuff. And I, I started like once I had started playing bass all those years ago when I was really young, I got into Primus like right off the bat. So I really wanted to learn how to do like really cool slap bass stuff and like in interesting bass lines. But then I had a lot of friends growing up that listened to really heavy music and punk rock. So I'm like, that's really a part of my, like, it's really close to my heart and it's really fun music to play. And I'd like to incorporate all those ideas, like a sort of primus feel, intricate lines, punk rock, like heaviness and energy, energy, like really fast songs. Like the time knife album that I wrote, like most of those songs are like a minute and a half, two minutes, like really in your face, like, it's really hard and then it's over <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun kind of music that i like to play like not so much like on the political side or anything weird like that like that a lot of punk rock is is known for like expressing i like singing songs about you know godzilla and being happy positive stuff <clears throat> things like that Oh, so we see uh, back there, Brett, you got a Bob Marley poster there. I mean, is, yeah. is that someone that, is that the type of music also that you like to play? That's a, I, I really like uh, Bob Marley stuff. That's my girlfriend's poster. <laughs> she, I got the Simpsons one right there. There's a bunch of other punk rock stuff. I got, there's Pokemon. I got, I got a few Primus posters. There's a Primus poster right over there. This one right here, you can barely see offline. It's like, Frank uh, Frank Sinatra and <laughs> and uh, oh, what's his face Bing Crosby yeah <laughs> the Rat Pack in the studio most of the time I I really like uh, Primus style music or like weirder kind of like out there music like the the weirder stuff that Zappa does and things like that. And, you know, one of the things our, audi our, our audio audience will be listening to is the music. And, you know, I've, I've listened to some of your songs. I've actually danced to some of your songs with the Mike Guerra, mm -hmm. the Clone Squad. And they seem to be not so much punk, but they do have like, I don't know, rock and, and a little, little different genre feel. I mean... Is, is that is that right? I mean, with, with those songs that you think those are a little different than, you know, the punk music you do or? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Whenever I do uh, my looper music, I keep that uh, pretty uh, funky and danceable. You know what I mean? Like I'm creating. Like atmospheres, environments for like characters to live in, like with that kind of music and it's loops. So I like to keep like a really like infectious groove to it <laughs> so it like gets stuck in your head and you want to like listen to it over and over again like it the loop itself has to be really uh catchy <laughs> so i i like to keep it more lighthearted, uplifting funky as the main like sort of that funky blues soulful and uh silly all at the same time oh okay so you mentioned brett you know about being in these bands and having your solo you know career so i mean do you with each one of these keep everything separate i mean when you do like your own shows do you bring out any of the punk or any of the the, the metal or maybe do something from tic-tac or is it strictly your original music sometimes well a lot of the times i have like my original music that i'll do like a set like 
I'll do songs like straight through or I'll play like a chunk of the album, like four or five songs that are on my albums in a row. And then I'll uh, just get a, a wild hair and just start making up a song or have an idea that I remember from doing a video earlier in the day from TikTok. I really like that riff. So I wanted to make a, a new thing out of it or just take that one of those ideas and just expand upon it whenever I'm in those moments. I keep a lot of like whenever I'm doing my solo stuff, improvisational, like because people will come up and they'll make uh they'll ask for a cover or something like that too. Cause then I could just stop on a dime and then start playing it and then go back to the other thing. Cause I already have it saved or I can just create like a whole song based on an idea of a suggestion that they gave me. Like somebody wants to have a song, let's say about like rubber ducks. And then I make a song that's entirely about like rubber ducks and they're going down a river and there's like a whole story and then they have voices and <laughs> can, but starts with that, that, one funky riff and then you can expand upon it and do harmonies and all that stuff create like a whole environment of a, a song like it's one whole unique thing each time I, i've been considering like i've been doing live streams on tiktok too and each time that i'll like come up with a riff that i've never played before or it's a song that's been completely improvised i like to call them nft songs like they're one-offs and <laughs> they're only existing in that one moment it's pretty fun now you're talking, uh, Brett, about a lot of improv. You know, me being able, and that—that's amazing that you can, you can do that. But my question is, you did uh, a tic tac with a guy, you know, and the song was Love Shack, and you know, you did the uh, the bass part. I mean, did you listen to the B52s song? I mean, or did did you just kind of come up with that part yourself? You're talking about improv, or? Oh, well, <laughs> last year I started picking up a lot of gigs as a, uh, a bassist in an 80s tribute band. And that was one of the songs that we had started playing. So <clears throat> I also picked up gigs playing in a live band karaoke scenario. And we're playing the music along for the people as they're singing the song. So we're like checking out the songs, listening to them playing them back for them. So then I have those, all these bass lines from these popular bands internalized. And I can take that and add it to any other song or I can like, I'll have that bass line memorized or I'll look it up real quick and then uh, play it back. Like for any of those ones that I'd have where it's the, the bass line only, or if someone else is doing like, I just, all those things, like they just become internalized for me. You know, like I have a lot of them memorized <laughs> or i'll use the cheat sheet of going to like ultimate tab or something like that just for real quick for reference you know but most of the time they're like they're ready to go okay uh brett so i want to talk you know a little bit about you know these videos on tiktok that you do now we mentioned that you 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 have you know you you play along different songs you know maybe an artist that they're, they're playing guitar or drums and then you layer them. But one of the things that you also do is, and, and uh, one of my, my videos you actually uh, duetted was, you know, you take somebody, I think it was the one where the gang dropped the pizza on the floor and I'm going, no, the horror. <laughs> and you put a, you know, you put me, that was, that's totally awesome. You put a B, how do you get those ideas? I mean, do you, do you do it like just one take or do you, do you, do you work on it or? Oh, I, whenever I'm scrolling and I see a video or I think or just thinking of an idea or I see someone else's video that they had added onto it, I'm thinking, man, I could do something to that. So like for years, for instance, I saw like 
I just thought it would be fun to have like <laughs> doom metal music to you, like saying something that's really like, no. Nah. <laughs> so I, I just, it, it takes for me to actually like think of something because I'll sit there like I'll have the video in my favorites I every time I come across a video that I think I can add music to I'll add it to favorites so I have it in like the compendium and go back through it so and I'll sit there and I'll just play around for it until like something finally comes to fruition and I take that idea and I do it over and over again so it takes quite a few sometimes it takes like 30 minutes to an hour just <laughs> like hammering it out and going back over and trying to get something that feels right you know <laughs> so yeah it, it just takes a little bit but i'm right there sitting with the video each time that i like come up with it and just doing take after take until something solidifies and one one thing um brett that you know i've experienced especially with my dancing videos is i get dozens of songs a day to dance to and maybe songs that are not my cup of tea you know out of my comfort zone so i mean i'm sure you get requests do you have that where it's like well this isn't what i really do but hey why not let's let's make the guy stay or something oh absolutely there's been a few like few songs that like i'll i have never listened to but i'll go and i'll learn them to uh make a, a bass video because people request like there's a, a song by hysteria by muse i never really listened to muse but i learned that bass line and there was also a song by kyus k-y-u-s-s -S. i never really listened to them either and i played that song and i thought it was really cool there it's like they're showing me songs that i would have not listened to previous and learning them helps me to appreciate that music a little bit more because then i'm like helping someone out I'm learning to play a new song that I've never really listened to before. And it's a fun exercise for me because I'm using my ear training that I have to like pick out the notes by listening to it, playing it along, looking at a, 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 a tab score sheet or something like that, just to make sure I'm getting the right notes and then playing it correctly and then tagging the person and then being like, there you go, dude. <laughs> oh, great. So one thing, Brad, I wanted to ask you about is, I'm, I don't know if I could come up with a cool name for what, for the instrument, cat keyboard or cat board or, you know what yeah, I'm that's talking what, about. That. Yeah, so that's what I call it. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, that's pretty, pretty neat. And you will, you will do that with like, if, so, if somebody's saying, do let me sing along, you'll actually then play the notes playing me out that I've been. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> I've like, I've had that. I just got it earlier this year, but I, I had a friend like a couple of years ago who had it and we were just messing around, you know, playing like Zelda songs or <laughs> whatever, but having that and then that's a, another good ear training thing for me. Cause then I'm picking out like the, the vocal melody, like the actual notes in the actual rhythm. And it just sounds, <laughs> sounds funny to me. Anytime I'm like, Oh, you want a vocal on And I'm like, man, <laughs> you're doing, doing the ones like smash mouth, the, all-star or <laughs> i did rain and blood by slayer on those that's really fun <laughs> to do too oh great great uh, so brett as we we mentioned that you know you're a very good singer too and one of the songs that our audience will be listening to is peanut butter jelly time so i mean you know when we're when you're doing TikTok and using that you know keyboard that makes me ours i mean you ever think that maybe you could you know, sing some of that too, or? Oh yeah, absolutely. I would just have to 
mess with it for a little bit. Oh, so uh, Brett, you so you mentioned a lot, you know, a lot of these these punk bands. So I mean, for for you, is it hard to keep everything straight? Or I mean, that they're, they're all gigging out, they're all playing. I mean, do you do you have it so you know you could co coordinate it, all of that? Or oh yeah, every <laughs> I keep communication very open with the bands that I'm doing because everybody in there is has their own schedule, so it's a real collaboration to get everybody together and get on the right path and then you got to get every uh, do like break it down to where you're having just getting together with the drummer working on the stuff making sure that he has that part then getting with the guitarist making sure that has and so i'm doing doing a lot of one-on-one -on -one to get everybody to come together to have like a big rehearsal because everybody you know has their own schedule so then you have to figure out the best time for everyone to get together all in the same exact place to, to play the songs for a little while and have the proper length for rehearsal because some of those songs are really intricate and they need a lot of like hammering over and going over the same part over and over again for a little while and just making sure that everything's tip-top shape because we're an like Anytime that I go out and play a show, I'm an entertainment entity. So I want to make sure that we're playing everything to the best of our ability and not going out there and just seeming like it's a hobby, you know, because we're, we're really trying to put on like a really good show with really good music for all the people out there, you know. So, Brett, I wanted to ask you about, you know, your venue. So I'm sure you have a lot of different venues being in a lot of different bands, but like for your show, is it? Is it a bar? Is it a craft brewery? Is it a restaurant? Is there looking for a solo act? How does that work? Oh, uh, <clears throat> I'll play anywhere that'll let me play, man. <laughs> Doesn't matter where it is as long as they, they'll like host us and have it. I've been playing a lot at, uh, there's a couple of taco shops here in Denton where I live that have allowed shows to happen. And then there's another, there's a couple of bars that are having shows that we'll play there. I'll put together like a show of like three or four bands and then me either opening or closing the show. <clears throat> and, and most of the time it's like restaurants or bars. Cause that's where a lot of like, if a venue is going to be a place, they're going to serve alcohol or it's going to be something like that. Excuse okay. Me. So I, I want, I wanted to show Brett, you mentioned that you're in Denton. Is that Texas or? Yes. Texas. I'm in Denton, Texas. Yeah. And one question I had, you know, here in Orlando, Florida, we've got like 30, 40 of these craft breweries. I was just wondering if that's something that's made it that way and in that area and some, something you play, a craft brewery. Yeah, there was a place that was opened up for a while here. And I think it closed down like a year or so, like around the pandemic time, I guess, maybe like right before. There's a, it was a called Audacity Brewery. There's another one, Armadillo Ale Brewery, unfortunately just closed down. There's a lot of them in the Dallas area and the surrounding. Like there's, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a big, it's a big thing. There we have a bunch of uh, places in town that will sell those local beers here, and they're from like all around. Like not just not just in Denton, but like Dallas, Fort Worth, surrounding areas. It's it's a pretty big thing. Great. Uh, so I mean. Now, with the punk bands, is there like like uh, festivals, or is there certain like uh, 
places that I mean, will you will you literally play in the same places? Let's say you're doing your your show, and then you you know with the punk bands, will you play in the same venue or like I'll play my solo set and then play with a band like after? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Like I've done I've done that where I played in like the three bands that are playing for the night, and I'll just like keep my stuff up there and play through the whole night because yeah, that's. <laughs> That's just how I roll. I can do like all kinds of music, like all night, <laughs> try to stay, stay uh, on top of it as best as I can. Oh, so, so that's interesting that you, you've got all these venues, you know, with, with all these uh, types of uh, mu music, but I mean, does any of the bands ever, ever say, Hey, uh, Brett, you should play a song or something you do from your own set or from another band i mean they probably keep you know they probably follow you and your other uh, you know entities but do they say hey you should try that with this band oh yeah i've had a couple of bands that wanted to do a cover of the the superhero power song for sure so i've like jammed with them on it and see what we could do haven't haven't brought it to a full band situation yet but it's definitely we're definitely able to just working out the kinks you know <laughs> Having to be able, being able to actually get together to rehearse and make it work is a, is a whole other thing. Because I've been doing that stuff with uh, just a looper. So fleshing it out like we're in a real band that has to do those same musical movements consistently over and over again. Like without the use of a, a recorded device that's like just playing it over and over again. Putting the human element into it, if you will. <laughs> Oh, okay, uh, Brett. Uh, so one of the things I wanted to mention, you know, about, you know, about TikTok and if people use, so if people use your music, uh, you know, in, in their videos or the, your song, is some guy was telling me that you get not much, but you get a little something that do you get like uh, uh, money for that? I mean, you're credited for that. So, I mean, if, if, if somebody uses your music that you're rewarded somehow then? Yes, it's a very, very small percentage. But if you have a song that, let's say, like blows up and has like more than 100,000 or, or more views or whatever, and it has that your, your song like in the little spot, like down in the bottom, it will accrue some sort of monetary compensation on that. But it's very, very small right now. So <laughs> just trying to actually get people to listen on the uh, the bigger ones. You, having that sound down there to then point them in the direction of you can also stream it on these other places or you can go to Bandcamp and actually buy the album where the money will go more towards the artist instead of just those little bits of compensation that you would get from a streaming platform, you know. It's easier to go and actually buy the album where the artist will get more of that. I think is like the better avenue. That's what a lot of my friends and the circles that I'm in talk about. <laughs> oh, and speaking of that, Brett, that's a good segue to about buying albums. How does one buy your album and what is on the album and what albums are they? You can go to my band camp and that's the Brett Crow show, all one word, then bandcamp.com. And I have two albums of solo music where I do all the songs created with a looper. And I do all the parts, singing, backups, 
solo beatboxing, doing the baseline, doing all the words. I'm yeah, all that is written out. And I have two albums of those on my Bandcamp. I have an album of instrumental music that I wrote uh, in my computer. That's uh, just like 13 songs of fun, madness, sort of dancey. <laughs> I like that stuff. And then I have a couple covers I have on there too. You can also check out my band Time Knife, which is my punk band where I wrote all the rhythm instruments. And I have my buddy Matt Cochran. He plays saxophone and keyboards. And my other buddy, James Norton, he's an amazing lead guitarist. He did a few of the songs, did the guitar solos on a few of the songs. I have my buddy Ethan Bouchard. He sang, he sings in a band, Strong Work, with my buddy Matt who did this, the keyboards and sax in, they play in a band together and he did guest, song, guest vocals on that. And you can find that at timeknife.bandcamp.com. Timeknife is one word too on that. And both of those are in the links in my bio on my TikTok page and my Instagram page. So if you go there, you'll see the link it says Linktree, the Brett Crow Show. All of that stuff is linked up on there. You can find my merch, my albums, uh every social media page and that's where you can follow me forever <laughs> oh good great and one thing we'll also mention if somebody would like to support you and you know throw a couple of bucks in the hat that on tiktok you have a kind of a virtual tip jar as i do and absolutely you know, it's, it's something that you know people could do if, if if they want it's you know it's definitely not you know, require, but you know, it's kind of fun sometimes when somebody throws a couple of bucks in in, in the hat. It's, it's, it's fun uh, to know that uh, you know you, you you know you affect people, huh? Oh, absolutely. I'm like PBS. You know, it's, I'm I can only create content that's brought to you by viewers like you. <laughs> I try to keep that that mindset everywhere because you know most musician jobs like will have a tip jar, so. It's just, this is like, whenever we're on TikTok, it's just like busking in, in the real world. Just everybody's like doing it on at their own pace. So. Oh, great. And yeah, yeah, the, the, those TikTok uh, videos are uh, great. And I mean, do you have any plans of like, you know, maybe go going out and about or, or doing like a, a TikTok? Well, now with your live, is that necessarily at one of these venues or with TikTok? You 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 like to you know keep it you know at, at, at home rather than out and about or somewhere. I do both. When I'm, I like doing like at home streams because then I have more control and I have more all like all of my instruments here. And if so if someone has a request or a song like that, I can pull out that six string bass that I have, or I can connect to YouTube and then play along with the song so they can hear how it hear and visually see like how it's being played or anytime that I go out and I have a, a live performance, I like to live stream because each live performance is like same yet different because I throw in all those improvisational opportunities of songwriting within there. So it's just, it's really situational, but most of the time, anytime I'm performing live or in a live situation, like I'm and it's me or one of my bands, I'm going to set up the, the camera and capture as much as that as possible because either that or just lining into the board and then recording it and then putting it up somewhere else you know oh. so uh brett you mentioned about the six uh, string bass and you know my my question is you know what is kind of the the purpose of you know the six string bass i mean i think it's neat but i mean it's just to get that lower tone then? I mean, the lower notes then? Or? <laughs> it, it 
gives you the opportunity to hit the, the, the lower notes and the higher notes. So on a four string bass, you have the lowest note E and then A, D, G going low to high. So on a six string, it adds an extra lower B string and then it also adds an extra higher C string. So for solos and stuff, you can get like higher notes and be able to play those easier or bring them out, so to speak. Plus, you can also get the super low stuff like you would for playing some Primus things or any heavier music. So it's both. <laughs> oh, so, uh, so I mean, uh, Brad, I understand that there's, you know, with basses or standard tuning, and then I guess there's some other tuning where you've got to tune down. I mean, is, is that something you do, or do you just keep an extra bass that's already tuned down a, a half step? Or? Oh, if someone's playing, like, in a, in a lower tuning, like, most of the time I'll just take my four string and just tune that one lower <laughs> to match that the note that I'm going for. Because most of the time you can you only have to play on one string. That's for like the heavier TikTok duets that I've been doing. Like I'll just tune like one or two strings that are being used the most and then tune them back up like right after I'm done or like use them situationally. It's whichever like whatever makes the song sound the best. And I don't have to switch out guitars or constantly do that. I can just do it real quick and tune it back up without like damaging the the bass at all oh okay that yeah that that's great uh brett well we we look forward to uh you know more of your your great uh tic tacs and uh so i mean if you don't mind me asking how many tic tacs do you do a day I, i'm not going to say because you know sometimes it's a few more but i mean for you is there a certain amount you like to like to do or you just do it when the, the time's right or i usually i have intention to each time that i sit down i like to put out at least like at least like at minimum at very very minimum three and then five is what I usually strive for. And then sometimes it'll, I'll get up to like eight to 10 sometimes, <laughs> but that's like throughout the day. Um, but I'm sitting there and I'm just like, some things like they come together like super fast, like with little effort. So I, then I can post those real quick, but then there's some that I'm like, I want to make it the best that I can. And I have to do like 50 takes <laughs> of a piece and it takes like 45 minutes to an hour sometimes just because I'm trying to get like all the right notes in the right rhythm at the one time. And then sometimes like on busier days when I'm doing stuff during the day or I only have a little bit of time at night, I'll do like one or two or have those ones where they're like, make this a sound. So I, I just upload that because I'm like really busy that day or I'll just have those on retainer. But most of the time, like five, five is the five is the number. That's usually pretty good. That helps keep the uh, the momentum going. <laughs> uh, so I mean, you like to you know like to put them out as soon as you get them, so you don't have like 50, 50 uh, videos in your draft folder, then, huh? Oh, I don't have any. Like I just post them like right as I get done with them. Like <laughs> that way, like they're just already out there. If I want to, if I had. If I did that, it would, I'd have too much stuff on my phone. <laughs> I just have so many videos. 
it's just easier for me to just like get them out there as soon as possible. That way I don't have to think about them. Then I can save the video that gets saved on my phone to another place. Then you can post them other, other places as well. Oh, okay, Brett. Well, I really want to thank you so much for, for your time. And I encourage everyone to go and follow you on TikTok and Facebook and, uh, what what else do you got? Twitter or Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. I'm starting to do Twitch too for live streams. Getting a new computer pretty soon. And let's see. Yeah, any of the, the streaming platforms. I'm all my music is on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, Apple Music, uh, Tidal, Deezer, <laughs> Snapchat Stories. Instagram and Facebook stories. Anytime you want to look up my music, it's on every streaming platform. Just look up the Brett Crow show and time knife. So you can check out the whole breadth of what I do. Oh, oh, since I have you here, Brett, you mentioned about this Twitch. Everyone wants me to get on this Twitch. What exactly is Twitch here? Twitch is just a live streaming platform. Most of it started out as like for video games. So if you're playing like, you know, it has like, it can see you on the screen and the video game that you're playing. And then they're saying stuff over that. So it, musicians have been doing it more lately as in just <coughs> playing drum covers or improvising and stuff like that. Sunfire, she's a really popular one. She has a really great live stream where she plays drums and does silly stuff and has filters that are <laughs> really weird. It has a lot of good time with that. Uh, also, Jesse Miller, ye old Miller on here, the guy who's, oh my God, it's corn. He's been doing that and just getting on there and doing vocalization stuff and singing along covers, adding corn things to it. I would get, like, I've, the times that I've gone on there, I've just, like, played in, uh, improvisational music or done some bass covers that I wanted to do. It's just a, a, a good, it's probably the best live streaming website right now too because then if you're on there all the time you can get affiliate and get paid to do that and then stream all the time and you can just get on there and talk to people like it's like you can also just chat and have like people can come on there and ask you questions or something you know as in in like a, a real-time scenario it's just a really good live streaming platform okay uh, brett that sounds good there any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to mention here uh support Local live music, support local original music, have fun playing music, and have a great day. I hope everyone is enjoying themselves and feeling good, and thank you for all your continued support. And thank you, Mike. I appreciate you reaching out and talking to me. It's been awesome. <laughs> sure. My pleasure, Brett. My guest has been Brett Crow, and you've been listening to What's Up America with Mike Kara. And uh, please catch us again next time. Okay, let's just a minute here, and uh, yeah, that that was good there.